morning and welcome back to our Pacific Morning Show. Happy Monday to all our viewers. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for your support. We appreciate, honestly, the likes, you know, passing on or passing on our podcast to other people. But thank you so much, so much um, for coming back to our show this morning. On today's show, unfortunately, Isuo Kawakimoto, our amazing co-host, could not make it to the show today. Uh, he is currently, um, apparently he's... I'm coaching the All Blacks for the next Rugby World Cup. <laughs> They're definitely going to win. And I believe this was all of my soul. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And um, he's been an advisor for the Tongan and Samoan team as well. So shout out to Isaw. He will be back for our next episode. But uh, yeah, on today's show, I'm really, really excited because we have an awesome guest that I've been very eager to interview. And his name is The Western Guide, Vaikafe Oleangasala. Your big friendly neighborhood, neighborhood. Oh, I popped out. Your big friendly neighborhood, USO. Also, producer for the Morning Shack, a creative artist, and he has a new song that has released called Siva Mai. How are you this morning, The Western Guide? I'm good. That is such a long intro. Thank you so yeah. much for doing your research on all of those names. Yeah. I really appreciate it. That's okay. Yeah. And because you appreciate it, I just wanted you to explain to our viewers what the Waikafe Ole Hangasala uh, means. <laughs> yeah. It means what it means. Okay. Waikafe Ole Hangasala, the waterfall of Sini. If you're sinning, come to me. I'll make it better. He's the person I'll to visit, it. guys. Yeah. He's the person to um, take your problems to. And uh, he'll help you get on a plan to manifest and to put action into that manifestation Absolutely. so that you can achieve all of your great goals that you have going on for you. Now, how are you this morning? I am really excited to be here. Thank you so much. I know my body language is a bit relaxed. That's Just, right. That's a lovely, comfortable yep. situation we've got going here. We're both wearing green today. I know. Colorful. You know what that means? Yep. Peace. And money. And creativity. And green. And devil's lettuce. <laughs> We can't say that on here. Thank you for having me here. Yeah. Um, it's a massive privilege and honor to just be on the show. Uh, yeah. I don't get interviewed much, so I'm very shy. Really? Yeah. Well, that's a shame. Well, no, it's good. It's yeah. Good. Keep, keep me away from the interviews, please. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy to have you. I'm sorry you saw couldn't be here. Um, he sent his love and his aloha to us um, this morning. But uh, let's go straight into it. Yeah, shout out to the bro you saw, um, you know, coaching all blacks and the Tongan team. And yeah, the Samoan team it's a hard job being you saw. Absolutely. It really is a hard shout job. Shout out to also, shout out to the docs. <laughs> um, amazing. So your new single, yeah. Siva Mai, yeah. can be found. We're going to put all the links and everything you need to access the song on this video. Tell us about it. Okay, Siva Mai, we'll, we'll talk about the music first. Um, there was a moment when I was trying to create a new song. Uh, you know, last time I dropped a song was Baby Anna, which was last year, mm. which is based off a meme. I don't know if you've seen it. It's a very awesome, funny... awesome song. Yeah. Hey, I like the beat. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And so my goal was to start making more love songs, mm. um, you know, just kind of listening to a lot of the older Samoan bands. I'm like, man, they wrote some really lovely poetic songs. Mm. And so as I was going through all of these old school songs, I came across uh, Sipso. Nice. Tene Tama. I know, oh, I'm beautiful. sure you know the one. Of course. Ha, 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 the baddest intro out. Honestly. The best laugh. The baddest. I remember when I first heard that, I was like, bro, this dude is the man, bro. That song, that song was a banger, bro. It's such a banger. The guitar. Yeah. It's great. And I, so yeah. I came across that and I was like, man, how can I make this song like sexy, like real sexy? Um, and so I took the Tene that's one of my favorite songs yeah. just letting you know thank you <laughs> uh, me too my goal was to like sample it without without it sounding like a sample mm. so in my song it goes Tene, won't you it goes down yeah see the my same kind of you know and i kind of keep his words in there yeah and i think it's important that we acknowledge our you know our Samoan artists who we grew up on and 100. so for me I wanted to create a love song as well as, you know, giving some light to people that I listened to growing up. Mm. And so Siva Mai was born. Amazing. Um, and the genre is just, that's kind of what my favorite genre that I, you know, kind of really? Afro swing. Yeah, because I've done the reggae's. Mm. Yep. I've done the heavy metals. I've done the rap. Mm. It's just not me. So Fair enough. Moved over to the kind of Afro swing, you know. That, yeah, I, yeah. That's really cool. And I remember that time. It was like Zipso, Mr. T, Shy Guy. Before law was coming out as well. Vanya Tevaka. Bro. UB40. Bro. Honorary Samoans, the UB40s. It's going to be a really, really, really good episode because I can go into music for like this whole thing. Yes. Yeah, but you you have a video clip as well. 
Video clip. Tell us about it. Video clip was a banger. It yeah. was such a piece of artwork. I um, saw some of the photos, which yeah. we will be pulling up um, on Teresa's yes. plantation conversation. It looks yes. freaking awesome. It was so good. Yeah. Um, when I, so I put the song forward for funding and it got picked up, which is the first time I've been picked up for funding after like six, seven tries. Um, uh, thank you to the funding body. Can we call out it. the funding body? Nah, just kidding. Shout out is to the funding body. <laughs> My video. Thank you, New Zealand on air. I know it takes time to get through yeah. to you guys, but when we get it, we're thankful. We're very thankful. Mm. So my first thought was like, I need to spend this well. I'm just going to give all of it to Samson. Caught up Samson. Samson Rambo. Uh, Shout out to I, Samson I Rambo. Yeah, hard out. <laughs> I worked with him at uh, PMN for a bit, and I knew that he was a visionary, and he puts a lot of effort into his work. And I wanted someone like that to, um, you know, yeah. shoot my first real serious video clip right and he was on oh he's been on a lot of work he's done a lot of cool stuff like he was was he on Lilio? i'm not sure oh okay he fire him has, he possibly <laughs> was yeah he was yeah, um yeah. i think he was one of the producers for yeah. Lilio. great film yeah yeah, so, uh, yeah he's he's been away from the music video game for a while so i was really hoping that he wouldn't say no but he was my first option so i'm really glad that he said yes um and therese i don't know if you've heard the story but Therese, um, me and her were working on a project together. She was a locations, you know, she's a bit of a bumboy. Um, just, you know, doing the bumboy jobs. And I was an actor, so a superstar. Um, <laughs> and so me and her were chatting and I found out she was a producer. And the same day that, like, I met her, I got funding. Amazing. And so I was like, hey, look, you should produce my music video. Yeah. And um, she said yes, thinking that I was joking. Yeah. She got an email the week after that I was nice. serious. Yeah. And she's to this day, she's like, I don't know why I said yes to this project. Like, I don't even, I didn't really know who you were then. But yeah, wow. she produced it. And, um, you know, we had a lot of people jump on board. Uh, everyone really went above and beyond when it came to shooting the music video. And they bought extra things. Bro, I saw the cameras. Extra hours, oh my gosh. extra gear. Yeah. Everyone was just really, I think everyone wanted to prove a point. Mm. Um, especially with Siva Mai. They wanted to prove a point that, like, even with this funding, they can really make a good music video mm. so it was amazing shout yeah. out to our department tyra patch you know the boys on cams you know ryan the gaffer uh spencer we had jimmy best focus puller and his friend i forgot her name sorry. yeah uh makeup vix very good makeup mm. frankie lolo hair <gasps> is that the right last name <laughs> could be wrong frankie uh, yeah. on wardrobe so for me it was really important that we had a lot of um you know brown people behind this mm. uh behind the camera um, Sounds like a very collaborative workspace. It was very much so. Um, as an artist, it's important for me to let artists do their do thing. Do their thing. So yeah. I never, like, I pretty much told them, like, we had a few concept ideas. I wanted to rob a bank. It was <laughs> probably a bit too much admin. Yeah. So I told Samson, like, okay, this is the, um, we'll go with this concept. Tell everyone, like, do what they want to do. Mm. So I let everyone pretty much have free range. Wow. Yeah. Wardrobe, I gave free range. Um, the cover art as well. Shout out to Bryce and Nike. Um he had free range as well. And it came out really well. That is so cool. Can I just fist bump you there? Because, you know, we need to change the industry. Like usually video clips and all the stuff is really controlled. Yeah. But to see and talk to an artist yeah. who actually gave creative control on different aspects yeah. of his art to other people who want opportunities, yeah. that's mean. Of course. And, and yeah. that's why it's important to have a team who looks like you and you know yeah. understands your view because what's important to them, same mm. as, you know, it's, un it's important to you. So then they already understand the the vision. Yeah. Especially um, art department. I didn't give nothing for art mm. department. They just, all of the amazing setups they had. Oh, uh, shout out to the art department. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Tyra Patch. Mm. Tyra Patch Creative. Tyra Patch Creative. Could you tell us a bit about them? Amazing bunch yeah. of people. Uh, they got a little space uh, out in Pep, Old Pep, down the road from Dozena Bakery, if you know what that is. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I live in Pep. <laughs> the Donut yeah. Bakery. That's what we call it. Yeah. Um, And so pretty much that space is important for people who are trying to get into like just like the artsy stuff you know give me mm. things uh go yeah uh, and they've been real supportive they even dressed my um my release screening wow which was great. Yeah. just because they wanted to that's so awesome yeah. i'm very like oh sorry i can't pay you guys i don't have funding for that they're like no, yeah. no we'll do it so i'm like yes that's so cool and i'm just thinking like when i was like 13 because i love music too one day I'll pursue it, just not now. I'm yeah. enjoying podcasting and what yeah. I'm doing right now. But like, you know, thinking back um, when I was younger, I wouldn't know where to go. Yeah. Because you're like, I can't afford those big $10,000 cameras. Yes. Or So the Tire Patch Creative is very much those people coming in to support projects or young creatives who 
don't know where to start or do you yeah, reckon or I, not I really? I think they, they focus a lot around like the crafting side um, mm. of the industry, arts and crafts, you know, creating things with your hands. Uh, not so much the cameras, but like from my experience with them, it was a lot of arty, crafty things. You right. Know? And they have a lot of props. They do a lot of... And the backdrops design. and everything. Backdrops, yeah. I'm pretty sure they, they did a lot of work. I think Panthers. Wow. Um, Panthers. <laughs> they did heaps that's only the only one i check remember check them out tarot patch yeah, creative yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah shout out the gang shout out the gang shout out yeah. ems shout out esther i always got um big love for people who share their gears absolutely and who share their resources and stuff like that because not it's not an easier um not an easier sorry second fall about i need a buzzer for every time i fall about <laughs> um it's not easy to get access mm. to that level of yep. production, you know? Absolutely. So I'm super excited to see your Siva Mai yeah, thank you. Um, video is your, clip. Is your phone excited too? Very excited. <laughs> Guess who's texting? <laughs> Shout out to Therese. 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 You already know that um, um, <laughs> you you sent me the, the invitation for this. You should know that we're in, you know, <laughs> we're in session right now. Just go away. I uh, love you, Therese. She's probably going to watch this and be like, oh my gosh, these eggs. She won't watch it. She's too busy. That's what she reckons. She reckons, eh? Yeah. I'm going to force her to watch it. <laughs> Put the eye, but, um, eyeballs back. Hurry up, girl. <laughs> um, I have a question for you. Yes. What is a quote that you live by? Um, on the show in the morning, I like to give people something to think about yeah. or just something to put their head in a right space mornings are chaotic for a lot of families yeah. so is there something that you know that's helped you in your life yeah. whatever that may be quote saying could be from anyone from your mom your dad yourself yeah, yeah. this quote's from um my mom she, she used to say it to me all the time as a kid and it's um mm. i actually don't know how to translate it properly in english but mm. i just know what it means in psalm one in english it means i think um, if you are honoring and being loyal to small things, yeah. then you can handle big things. Yeah. Thank you for that. That's all right. I never bothered to translate it. <laughs> translation. <laughs> translate it. Uh, yeah. Because it, you know, it has, I don't know, it feels more meaningful in Samoan to me. Everything is so much more meaningful in Samoan, yeah. right? Yeah. But why does that have a special place in your heart? Uh, maybe because it's repeated like 10,000 times and it's the only one I remember. Yeah, but yeah. I think also like, it's quite important that we, especially at this day and age, we brush over a lot of things because we're just in a, you know, we live a quite a quick lifestyle. So mm. it's important that sometimes we pay dues and do the smaller things like doing your washing, mm. washing your dishes as soon as you finish eating. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Clean your bed in the morning. Help start your day. So I think it's always a good reminder for me to. Yeah. Just, you know. It's the little things that matter. Yeah. It literally is little things that matter. I know, like, you know, turning your <coughs> phone to silent mode and... Like, <laughs> Therese! <laughs> Who's producing the show? It's Missy. <laughs> He's a producer. We're using him for this one. <laughs> I'm, really, I'm really ruthless as a producer. No. <laughs> I'm all good. It's all good. But, like, in saying that, um, you know, with the quote that you mentioned... Yes. Um, and how you're saying it's the little things that count. Now you're coming to... You're having a launch, right? Mm. In that journey of creating the song, creating the launch, people are obviously going to see the end result, which is like, oh, yeah. these kids are partying it up. Yeah. They got a mean venue. They're drinking. They got cool clothes on. Yeah. That's the good product that you get out of everything. But would you say it's the most important part of your journey is the launch, the video clip, and everything that everyone else sees? Because there's probably some things you went through yeah. alone yeah. that no one knows. Yeah. And it's not to be celebrated, but it was yeah. part of the journey. Such what do you reckon? Question. That's such a good question. <laughs> yeah. um, personally, the screening, the launch, even the song dropping is not the most important part. Mm. The most important part is getting it out of your computer, getting it away from you. So um, I have a ton of like songs where it's just verse chorus and that they've just stayed in the laptop. And I know most artists can mm. attest to that. Like there's just some things, if you don't get it out, it'll stay there forever. So one of the hardest parts for me was that I actually don't know how people will take Siva Mai because it's it sounds contemporary. It sounds like commercial music, mm. but it's using Samoan language. And I also wrote most of that first verse minus um, the little words and melodies I took from Sipso. Mm. So for me, like I'm nervous because my Samoan isn't as good as I like 
you know, I'd like it to be. And Samoans are very critical. Very of, critical. They'd be like, why do they yeah, say it like that? We, I didn't think we can ever change that no. critical behavior or attitude we give to people. We Absolutely. just got to deal with it, eh? Yeah. yeah. And so I think the <coughs> hardest part of Siva Mai specifically is, was convincing myself that actually the song's a banger. Like, it's mean. Like, let it out. If people are going to critique it, it's okay. Mm. Because, like, I need to validate my own self with, like, how Samoan I am. Because that's Amen. always a conversation that comes up, like, Amen. how Samoan are you? Yep. Are you Samoan enough? Which is, come on, guys. <laughs> it's 2023. That's, that's an old chat. It's old <laughs> chat. It's 2023. You don't got to revoke people off their side. Who yeah. gave you the job? I know. To revoke people's Samoan's card. Yeah. Samoan card. Is that your job? No. <laughs> uh, in saying that, though, like, mm. it doesn't take away the importance of having something like a screening or something like a drop. Because I've, I've never done a screening up until this point because I feel like music should speak for itself. Super important to have a screening. Um, we get to celebrate all the hard work. Yeah. And like for Islanders, we kind of feel like stink celebrating, especially if it's new. Yes. Like, have you ever had a birthday you didn't want? I don't like birthdays. I don't celebrate. As an adult, yeah. yeah, I don't celebrate yeah, birthdays, yeah. but I love other people's birthdays. Yes, I agree. It's like, who's got the cake? Like, I'm keen because I'm keen to go and create a cake for this yeah. person. Oh, see, so you're nice. I'll yeah. just show up. <laughs> who's got the, the cake? <laughs> who's got the cake that I can eat? <laughs> I left my smoke somewhere. I'm, I'm that guy. I'm the fuck old Bucky guy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where's your card guy? Where's your cuddles? <laughs> As Islanders, we sometimes, we often feel like it's wrong to celebrate ourselves. Right. Because we're about the collective. We're right. like, now nah, we celebrate together. Like, look at the parades, man. Yeah. It's not about one person. It's, <laughs> it's like all of us going yeah, yeah. out there. So how do you deal with that? I don't um, deal with it very well, to be honest. Really? Um, you know, when you grow up in a home and it's kind of like, you can't be too loud about your accomplishments. Yes, you gotta, you'll be you gotta humble be humble. straight away. You gotta be humble. Like, hey, sit down, don't, like, you gotta be humble. Mm. So growing up into an, like, when you grow up and you become an adult and you're like trying to celebrate your wins, you always feel a bit of like, you know, you're a bit ma because mm. you're like, oh, I'm proud, but like, I don't wanna be too proud because it's kind of like- yeah, my second cousin over there looks at me, I he's know. like, look at him, he's showing off. Yeah. yeah. So the way I deal with it is like, I'll just celebrate myself, you know, away from the spotlight and stuff. And then I also celebrate the people who helped me along. Amazing. But I always make sure that I try my best to celebrate everyone, not just me. Yes. Yeah. And saying that though, that's kind of that culture. Like if you look at the difference between America and like New Zealand, so to say, just as an example, mm. you know, they're so, we, we feel like they're arrogant because they're so confident in themselves. Like, yeah, celebrate right. me. And then I was celebrate watching the me. video and they were like, oh, New Zealanders have like no, like, Oh, you're gonna to say, say you're gonna say backbone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think New Zealanders have backbones. We're just like overly humble. Mm. And tall poppy is a conversation that happens all the time. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You know, but the, the the issue with tall poppy is that everyone has tall poppy syndrome. Yeah. Just they just don't want to admit it. Mm. They want to say other people have tall poppy. I'm like yeah, but you do too. Yeah. 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 That's so true. Yeah. And imposter syndrome is tall poppy the same as imposter syndrome? No. Tall Poppy is looking down on others, eh? Yeah, or kind of like, oh, he's doing too good. We need to like stop supporting him now. Do you really he's believe everyone good. has that? Though? To an extent, yes. To an extent, yeah. Because there's always someone you don't like, and True. if you see them doing well, you have this little bone inside you, like, okay, let's see how far you go then, eh? Let's yeah. see how far you go then. Yeah. So anyone who denies that, I reckon, is you know not being honest with themselves. But it's part that of being. Be I think it's part of being human. Mm. Like I don't think it's something we should shy away from but it is important to open the conversation of being self-aware that you're being like that yeah you know because mm. there is there's been a lot of times where i find these people that i don't like doing really well yeah and then you know i'll be like oh stink yeah so i have to remind myself actually you should be happy for their success you don't have to be friends with them you don't have mm. to like them at least wish them happy yeah. success you know yeah no that's cool but at least you have that part of your brain telling yourself that because some you people are unaware to. and operate yeah. that way yeah you got to try your best to be self-aware it's and yeah. it's a hard thing to do and even myself i'm not the best at it mm. but it's it's all about trying yo yeah it's all about trying guys it's definitely all about trying Good you morning. can do it you can we'll do be right it back. cool to ask you a question yes you're in the creative scene you're literally like an entrepreneur a creative artist you don't have any hobbies because i asked you before what your hobby was you said it was eating 
Um, so that's basic means of survival. But no, food is great. <laughs> it's not. I, I, to me, eating is a hobby. I grew up wanting to be a chef. It didn't, it didn't happen. My dad said it's not a job for me. Why? I shouldn't tell the truth. My dad might get <laughs> my dad might get cancelled. Uh, but no, no, no. Like I, I wanted to be a chef. It didn't work out that way. I ended up becoming like a recording artist and radio host. But something about food is my happy place, and I'm pretty sure a lot of you know Samoans or Islanders can mm. you know feel the same way about food. So for me, it's important to go out and try different foods. Yeah, you know, and that's it. That's for me. It's a hobby. I'll purposely mm. drive somewhere just to try the food. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Like, I'll drive to Rose Hill, which is at, like, Pukekohe. Yeah. Just to just try to Captain nice. Kaimoana. I have to try that. Great. Are they good? They're great. Great seafood there. Raw seafood? And cooked. And cooked. There was power fries. <laughs> oh. I don't even like power. I've never tasted power. Very good. And I just well, recently found out people eat power. Yeah. I was like, wow. Oh, uh, I knew people ate it. I never knew what it tasted like, but we used to have heaps of power shells at home. Yeah. I was just like, what are these oh, random... in the garden and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, with the milk Ashtrays. Bottles. Yeah. <laughs> Smoking. Not my future. Nature. Bring it here. Yeah. Lazy butt. More nature on top of it. <laughs> Synthesized nature. Sorry. Yeah. No, that's all right. Um, yeah, yeah. So, you know, your your dad is a FFL. Yeah. We'll, we'll clear that um, out of the air. Yeah. Um, so you're a pastor's kid. Yes. Which is a very unique lived life experience. I don't feel that way. You don't feel that way? No, I feel like I've met a ton of PKs out there. And I don't know if people like being called PKs. Um, but yeah. there's a, it's a very much shared experience. Every mm. time I've spoken to someone who was a uh, Five Hours kid, and it's always the same conversation. It's like there's such a high expectation for people to do well or like right. to be the perfect. Mm. Hence the saying, like, there's two types of Five Hours kids, good and bad. Right. Yeah. Mm. And my poor dad got all the bads <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say like what did, what do they think about your current creative journey um they you love know, it. island parents are always like making sure their kids look good yeah like uh, yeah they're, they're supportive mm. you know um a lot of the content maybe not you know i am a bit problematic yeah. uh, for the most part but when it comes to things like my music they're just happy to see me creating you know it's it might not be church music which mm. some of my family just like you need to do church songs why are you doing these songs about girls <laughs> come on guys yeah that's just like what what i feel in the moment and i'll write a song it's mm. not necessarily what i'm aiming to do all the time but um you know specifically to my dad because i i had a pretty hearty upbringing um raised the old-fashioned way yeah you know used to get the hidings right and um the type of hidings that we would sit around a campfire and see who got the worst right yeah yeah would you call it um there's discipline and then there's hidings and most of the time mine were disciplined. <laughs> there was a few times where I got hidings, but for when I when I when I look back in hindsight, it's very much like deserved. <laughs> right, right. I was I was a bit of a little Yeah. yeah. I look back often as well yeah. and I'm like, man, I deserved every hiding and growling that I got. Every every up. hiding? Every. No. Oh, yeah, every okay. I reckon. For me personally. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, shout out my mom. She used to get bored and slap me for something, you know. <laughs> Make me a boogie. Like, that didn't need a slap, mom. I would never say that. I would just say it under my breath. But. I have a question for you. Mm. Should hidings come back? Absolutely. And Well, <laughs> let's be careful around this question. Discipline should come back, at least. Um, and not to the extent that people think it is. Because when you say discipline should come back, they're like, oh, he wants people to give massive-ass smashes. Well, I think, like, just a simple form of discipline should come back. you know, Because mm. I... I am seeing a lot of my younger generation, like nephews, nieces, just ruthless. Yeah. Just because they've never got a slap on the face before, mm. you know. And saying that, though, like, a lot of people will take that out of context because their line is blurred between what discipline is and what abuse is, do you know? That's, and so, I was going to go into the rabbit hole with you. Would you mind me going into the rabbit course, hole with of you? Of course, So what would what your definition or measurement of abuse when does that cross over with discipline? I reckon it crosses over real early. Mm. Like discipline needs to be like, firstly, the reason of disciplining should be useful. Like it shouldn't be something silly. Yep. And I don't want to give people reasons or like I'll tell you what a reason should and shouldn't be. But in my personal opinion, I just feel like it doesn't take much for discipline to turn into abuse, which is mm. what, which is the fine line, you know? 
So in saying that hidings should come back, I don't think they should come back in that sense, but there needs to be some form of discipline, you know, maybe not smacking bums because I don't know how yeah. you know, useful that is. But mm. Definitely some sort of discipline. Hidings for me though, when I look back, like man, it was sore, Yeah, but it was useful for, you know. Me too. Yeah. I look back, I'm not going to encourage people to give their kids no. hidings, but it worked yeah. for me. Yeah. But I don't know how, how well that'll work on. Yeah. Especially this newer generation. I'm not saying they're bad. Great no, generation. No. Lovely, aspiring, yeah. very creative generation. Yeah. Um, who have a lot of support for their dreams. But I don't know how it would rub yeah. off on them. See, to to contradict myself, mm -hmm. I do say that disciplining needs to come back. But I don't discipline my daughter. Like I don't smack mm -hmm. her. Yeah. I I kinda believe my, my parenting approach is to like sit her down, talk her through a mistake. And yeah. if she understands it, then good. And if she doesn't, I'll make sure she understands what mistake she made. Mm. Um, only because I never had that approach as a kid. It was yeah. just, you're wrong. Exactly. Here's Shut about, up. You don't have feelings. Pretty much. Yeah, mm. I used to get mean ass hidings and I talk about <laughs> it all the time. And most of the time it was warranted. Like I would be talking back or, you know, yeah. swearing at someone or mocking people in front of all the five fails. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, deserved hidings. But. It it does as much as I appreciate it. It does bring back trauma, like, which is also a, not a good reason to mm. bring hidings back. But there's still some form of discipline that does need to come back. How yeah. that looks, I'm not gonna say, but yeah. I think some some form of it needs to. Mm. Which, to be honest, I think it's still here because yeah, some people still get hidings, yeah, exactly. just secretly. And I think also like <laughs> secretly. Yeah. I also think like. When our parents came, it was kind of like on the go. Like they're mm. learning how mm. to like adjust to New Zealand society. Yeah. So we kind of didn't have the space to talk about our feelings or no. have proper communication methods for our kids yeah. to ensure that they understand the why behind everything. Absolutely. Because someone's always taught do it or why or how, how we do it or what to do. Yeah. But we're very often spoken to on why we do things. Yeah. And it's that confusion in my experience that gets us a bit confused in the Western world. We're like understanding the why, the yeah. purpose, the vision. And so your dad just found out today. Yeah. How are you managing that? Horribly. <laughs> I, Tell I'm, us, how horrible is it? Um, I manage being a dad terribly. I spend a lot of time um, working on projects. And um, if I do have my daughter, um, I'll just take her with me on whatever project that I'm mm. doing. So, um. There's, there's kind of ups and downs during the year when, you know, with work. So normally if there's there's kind of like a few weeks where I have nothing on, then it's great. We spend mm. the weekend mucking around, eating places, driving, you know, wasting money. And then there's other kind of weekends where if I need to work, if I don't leave her with her mom, then I'll like have to take her with me on like a shoot or to an event, mm. which for me, you know, looking into it more in depth, it's probably not good. Like I need Hey, a, I don't think that's horrible. I just feel like mm. parents need to spend like quality time with their kids right. away from work, away from stuff. Cause my daughter knows my work, you know, she will, she will know my songs because she's sitting there mm. on her iPad, listening to me make songs or she's sitting there watching me create videos and stuff. So to an extent, I'm happy that she gets to see me in a creative space, but very rarely does she see me outside of that mm. because I'm so fixated. So I, see I say horrible because mm. it could be a lot better. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I think it's good when parents take their kids around to work stuff. Yeah. But that's just me personally. Yeah. Yeah. To to add like an <coughs> extra layer, like me and uh, my daughter's mom are separated. So we have obviously time. Mm. Like we have to, she's got time with her mom. She's got time with me. So most of the time she's with me, I'm working. You know, mm. whereas I could be making a bit of effort to save that time for her and do stuff with her. Yeah. And hence why I say horrible. Like just managing it. Yeah. Yeah. But her name is Ping, right? Yes, her nickname yes. is Ping. Uh in Tongan her nickname is Bito, which means belly button. Oh, true. Um, yeah, it was one day her nana was changing her nappy and then her belly button <laughs> fell out. Oh. And she was like, Oh look at Pito and we thought it was so funny, so we call her Pito. Yeah. But um her real name is Serenity Jane. Serenity. Oh beautiful yeah. name. Yeah. So yeah. Serenity named uh after the prayer, the Serenity prayer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lo Shout out to Serenity yeah. Ping, aka Listen Ping. Listen in class, eh? <laughs> You're the best, and um, maybe yeah. one day she'll watch this and be like, 
Look at this rude dude. <laughs> What's guy talking about me? <laughs> nah, just kidding. Ah, oh, she's awesome. I, yeah. I love giving things a go. Mm. Hence why last year I tried giving wrestling a go. Yes. Um, I tried doing bodybuilding. Ruthless, by the way, bodybuilding. It's it's such a high... Did you take uh, steroids? No, 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 no. I've, I took taro. Um, <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Someone steroids. Yeah, that yeah. was my carb source for ages. Um, no, bodybuilding is very hard. Like, There's not a lot of return. Mm. You know, you go, you do a competition, you win a tub of protein and a medal. There's no money, but you're spending day in, day out watching what you eat, going to the gym, dedicated hours, you know? Mm. Like, I got body dysmorphia last year. Shit. From trying to be a bodybuilder. And I say that very loosely, trying to be a bodybuilder. I just wanted to get massive, as mm. every other Samoan guy wants to be. Mm. Just huge for no reason. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, but it, I developed body, body dysmorphia. Just, like, every time I looked in the mirror, I was like, oh. Wow. I need to get bigger. I, need I to thought get bigger. men's might be a bit misogynist. Oh, no. Yeah, so just... No, what's... What's when... Mis, misandry, eh? Misandrist. But I thought yeah, um, men don't get body dysmorphia. Men do. <laughs> men just don't talk about it. And they oh, joke about right. it. Yeah. Yeah. So I realized it because there was a point in time when everyone was like, man, you're huge. And I'd look in the mirror and I wouldn't see it. I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm tiny. And looking back at the photos... From last year, I'm like, oh, shucks, I was pretty massive. Mm. Why was I so worried? Like, why was I so so concerned? But it's because, especially with, like, trying to build a physique, you're constantly trying to, you're constantly looking at yourself every day, like, cool, you need to work on this, need to work on this, need to work on this, to the point where every intricate detail of your body is, like, not good enough. Like, right. oh, arms too small, Kate, work on arms tomorrow. Mm. Oh, back's too small, work on back. Mm. So then you develop this hidden dysmorphia, you just you you know you say you're trying to build, you just don't realize that you're in a cycle. Yes. Yeah. How did you overcome that? Um, I stopped trying to gain mass and I try to cut, mm. and cutting weight is horrible mm. because you spent so much time eating as much food as you can in one day. When you start cutting, you kind of get really like yeah. <sighs> yeah, 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 yeah. So interesting. So you're not going to pursue that anymore, or is it just something you're doing? Slowly. I don't think I'll pursue it as a as like professionally. No, but I would love to try and get back into gym because I like traumatized from it. I've been off for like two months now. I was in there for like two three hours every single day. <laughs> Holy crap! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have a gym downstairs. Uh, we true, all signed ones? up. No, it's um Fika Korea. gym. Oh Fika. Fika, oh, literally okay. down there. We all went and signed up all together. New Year spirit and then. <laughs> You can do it. It's good for the routine. I'm trying. It's so hard. I need your help. Yes. I cannot, for the life of me, convince myself <laughs> to go to the gym. Oh, uh, you're asking the wrong person. And I hate, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> the way I spoke to myself last year to get myself going to the gym was not good. Like how not good? Like I would just look in the mirror and be like, hmm, you want to look like that, eh? All goods. <laughs> then I would be driving to work. Then I'll just go gym. I'll just go gym. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of... Ah, uh, yeah. I was just being mean to myself, even at the gym. I think that's my problem. I was like, "Come on, you little weakling!" <laughs> yeah, that's my. Come on, bro. bro. You're useless. You know, and then you're like, ah, ah. and then you go home, and you're supposed to feel good about it, yeah. right? And I would like, I would yeah. go home and be like, "Man, I feel great," and then the next day it starts again. Oh, I feel inflated. Yeah, oh, I feel deflated, and so I'm like, oh, back to the gym I go. And it just becomes a cycle of like yeah. not good enough. So I would not recommend talking badly of yourself. Because oh, that, was, that that's, was my, yeah. I think if you just think of like um, your future, I know it's like, uh, mm. but if you think of like just your life, you want to live long, you should probably look after your health. Yeah, My knees are bad now from last year. Overloading, too much weight, not looking after my body. So That's problem- Oh, not overloading, but like that's a problem I would like to have. What is trauma of the gym? <laughs> it's short. Like my knees, my knees are very bad. Yeah, <laughs> trying to be squat master last year. Not good. What gym were you at? I was at Flex Fitness. Is that 
out west? No, I'll tell you. Oh, there's one out here. There's one out west. There's oh, one yeah. uh, out Manudewa. It's, it's very expensive. I would, you know, if you're yeah. not a big time bowler like me, I wouldn't. Oh yeah, because I just donate to gyms for fun. Electricity. Yeah. <laughs> you and everyone else in my family, I know that for sure. They really enjoy me and Daisy's donations. Um, they need it. Mean, yeah. They need it to stay afloat. Yeah. Exactly. I'm. I. I. I boost myself up by negative self talk. Yeah. But it's a good for me. Like I've learned to thrive off it. Yeah. I've got to change it now with the it's, gym. It's, Only it's very, with the yeah. gym. Yeah. Because that's that's how we all grew up, right? Yeah. So. I feel like it is a bit problematic, that's all. But the hardest <laughs> thing about gym is eating. And I know people say that heaps. It's actually the hardest one. Oh, yeah, I've diet. clocked my eating. Good. So I've lost like 20 kgs yeah. since probably about a year or eight to eight months to a year ago. Nice. But that was just me eating. Um, I do intermittent fasting. Right. And then all I eat is mostly... If I sometimes I have coffee here, there is just meat and veggies. Nice. I cut off carbs as a whole. Good. And I just lost weight so fast. See, you're ready. You're ready on yeah. your way there. It's my fitness. Yeah. I need to get my fitness in the role. Well, you got your eighty percent. We just need your twenty percent. Eighty percent is all diet. Twenty percent is kind of like working out. Okay, that made me feel better. Yeah. Hit half an hour a day. Half an hour a day is all you need. I don't know. Do like some running or some cardio. Okay. I don't do cardio, so. <laughs> Sorry. I hate cardio. I hate running. Just try though. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to be positive with the gym. Yes. I change my mindset. Here with the Western Guide, we've had some pretty much talk, we've talked about a lot of things. Yeah, uh, we've gone from the gym to being a PK, yep. not a Papu Kam, not a what does Papu what does PK stand for anyways? I was told by my uncle that PK stands for Papu Kam. Okay, so until someone corrects me, do not listen to anything your someone uncle tells you. Even I know that. Because I'm that someone uncle now. Then tell me what now. PK stands for then. Hmm? Tell me what PK stands for. Uh, Peppermint Kings. <laughs> no, PK is the owner. His name's... His, oh, yeah. true. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea, man. <laughs> PK, Papukam. Easier. Yeah. Papukam, Papukam. Yeah. Yeah. However you want to call it. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. It's okay. You can just keep saying the whole interview PK like that. <laughs> What he said. Yes. So we've gone from talking about PKs, being a dad, being in the industry. Mm. Um, I want to talk about like your big dreams because I have a fascination with minds. Mm. I like how minds work. Yeah. I like how people think. I like how they respond to things and just how yeah. they process thoughts. Um, so with you, using your hobbies and making them into things that you're actually working now as projects, um, how has that been for you? And what is the dream for you? Like, you're doing so many things. And yeah. we talked earlier and you said you're using this name for this project yes. and this stuff for your video side. Yeah. What is the ultimate, like, what do you, what's the ultimate goal for you? My main goal, and this is one that I always tell myself, is that I want my daughter to look back at what I've done and be like, well, he really chased his dream, mm. you know? And so to the point of no compromise, like I, I had a lot of self-doubt coming up as a as a kid you know growing up but i've gone to the point where like my my dream is to firstly i want people to remember my name mm. like, that's it you hear my name be like yeah i know what he did mm. so it's a legacy thing right um but i i have a lot of different things a lot of different spaces that i'd like to be a part of music acting voice acting you know mm. and i would like all of those to live in their separate respect uh respected like spaces so I'd like people to remember me as the Western guy in the music space and then for acting, you know, just to be Aaron. Um, and even like voice acting and things like that. I'd love to direct. Nice. Um, I have a plan when I turn 35, I'm going to make a documentary about my life because it's very dramatic. Mm. Yeah, I had a very dramatic, like even to right now. Yeah. Like 26. So by the time I'm 35, a lot more is going to happen. Mm. And I'd love to write a movie about it. Yeah. And just tell like an unfiltered truth mean you know and just shout out to my family they're about to get exposed <laughs> you know? 
They 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 gotta watch out because what happens in the next few years is gonna be written down as a script. Then is this your you know? public proclamation for them to treat Absolutely. you nicely? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone who comes across me, be nice to me because you'll be included in the movie if you're not. Yeah. <laughs> I'll highlight all the bad stuff that happens. Mm. But that's the dream. The dream is to. I know people say be happy, and that's a very stupid answer mm. because what be happy? But I do want to be happy in the sense that like success i've achieved the success to a certain point where i can be content with right because there's a there's a there's a thing where people are chasing so they're just chasing their dream so much that they forget to live mm. the dream in know? the moment in the moment yeah and that's me like i'm so focused on what the next move is like i forget that i'm a recording artist mm. that people recognize me as a recording artist or like as an actor or as a radio person or whatever you know meet people and they're like wow can i take a photo i'm like no yeah <laughs> who am i so it's 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 important that if you are going down whatever industry you're in that even though you're so hungry and you're chasing the dream it's important to just live it as well mm. stay in your moment you know own your moment as well because no one's going to do it for you exactly like no one's going to come out and be like man i love the western guy mm. he's the best thing ever because there's going to be people who support you but no one's going to support you like you support yourself right so the dream, so to say, is just to make sure that I'm keeping myself accountable and mm. having fun. Yeah, That's awesome. Life's way too short to do boring stuff. Yeah. yeah. Try everything. That's what yes, I like to think. Yes, try everything. Try everything. That's something I always tell people. Try yeah. everything, even yeah. if you don't have to monetize everything, no. but try it. Try it. You're going to be useless. <laughs> you might at, like it. You're yeah. going to be useless at a lot of them. Mm. Just try it. Yeah. Like I, I just picked up a camera last month. Right. And I love it. I don't, and know how, I don't know how and bodybuilding yeah yeah and both not too bad at both of them either you know mm. i could be a wrestler i might go back this year but again it was just because i gave it a gave it a shot i yeah. could still be a chef if i wanted to yes so you know there's always this thing of like choose your career and chase it which i believe in mm. but also feel free to like try other things because you never know what your true calling is exactly even if you think you found it have you found many people like yourself in the industry Absolutely. Yeah. It, the industry is riddled with people who are multi-talented and they just can, want to do everything and, and want to do everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah Or yeah. just have fun. Yeah. And I found that that's the most, like, that's the common denominator when it comes to creatives. Is like I just want to do something that's fun. Mm. So it shows that none of us are, you know, want to sit down in front of a computer and like. Yeah, exactly. Because mm. our brains are not wired that way. There's certain people who are wired that way and enjoy doing stuff like that, admin and you know. So mm. shout out to them as well. I just cannot be in that space for very long. Yeah, I've worked in call centers before. It's great. Not the fake Karen voice, eh? I have a very good phone. fake Karen voice. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to demonstrate us uh, your Karen voice? I will be your customer. What's my What's my company? <laughs> I'll be I'll, I'll be the receptionist eh, for Blue Wave. <laughs> I'll be kicking. Yeah. Nah, hello. Good morning, Blue Wave. Uh, Aaron speaking. How can I help? Uh, I think I have the wrong company. For... <laughs> you know why? Hey, Lord. <laughs> Hey, Lord, lady, you know, I can change it up straight away. What, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> nah, most of our customers are like Samoan. Are they? Or they literally call and they just speak straight in Samoan. Just have a conversation. Yeah, have a conversation. So you'd say, Talo for Blue Wave. Talo for Blue Wave. Look at that. And then hopefully have some lessons trying to teach myself Samoan while speaking to our customers nah, as well. Sweet. You'll be sweet. That's yeah. that's how you learn. Yeah. At the call center, I learned how to deal with angry people who just yell at you. I know. It's like, yeah, just, wow. Hello. And then you're like, <laughs> Right, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> and I almost got fired for that. <laughs> I was like, I'm not talking to you until you calm down. Yeah. You just tell me to calm down, let me speak to your manager. Yeah, you can speak to my manager when you calm down. <laughs> yeah, and my manager's like, you shouldn't be saying that. You need to de-escalate a bit. Oh, shout out to the call centers. I do not miss those jobs no, at all. I, I kind of do. I could do talk you about actually? The, I kind of, I, I've worked a lot of jobs and it's not because yeah. I'm super talented. It's just because I have really bad work ethic. Um, <laughs> and I got fired from a lot of places. Uh, I worked as I worked in a call center. I worked in a kitchen. I've worked as a construction worker, laborer, uh, demolition worker, yeah, uh, wine delivery guy. I used to uh, fix the doorknobs for hotels. Wow! So you have a wide range of experience. Yep. Again, it's not because I'm very. I talented. would be so intimidated by your CV right now. Well, I'd keep a lot of them <laughs> off because <laughs> it's been there for a month. Pick up all the skills I need and then get it. Yeah. When I was young, I just couldn't be bothered. Like, yeah, I'll just wake up on a Monday. I'm like, oh, I'm too tired, and you know, I'll call in sick. Mm. You know, and then just 
no, you don't you can't come back. Man, I can relate to a lot to what you're saying. Yeah. I've had fifty million jobs too. Yeah. Just tried it, hated it, left, tried it, hated it. But my, probably my favorite one, I have not been a good employ employee yeah. in the past. I used to work at a hotel. Yeah. Um and we did I had my dream job. I was a waitress. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? At twenty one. And how did you find it? I was like, wow, look at me. Like I'm a waitress yeah. at this hotel in Mangele, where we serve so oh, many birthdays. I and know we- which one that is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, you know which hotel it is? Yeah, I'm gonna have a wild guess, but it's Naomi. Close. Right across from Naomi. Oh, the Holiday green one. Inn. Holiday Inn. Shout out to Holiday Inn. I'm outing sorry it, for all of my wrongs that I've done at that job. Um, nah, all good. Shout out to Vikash and Harish for dealing with me and my... And you remember all the names? I remember all the names. Oh, I'll never forget. I told you I got my dream job at 21. Nah. I was a waiter. Nah. So I was like, I'm going to work my way up and yeah. start organizing these events. I'm going to do all these cool things. But like when you're young, yeah. I, I didn't care. I was just like, I'm here to learn. But I didn't really. But now I'm like 28, I think, or 29. I'm kind of like, now I care more about my work. But I don't know why. But before, I didn't really give a bit about Maybe my it's because now we really pay real bills. <laughs> <laughs> Back then, you could, now. you could be all right. Well, mom, dad, sorry, I got no board this week. But you know, nowadays, yeah, you can't just say that. That's you, so true. You've got to actually make sure you pay your rent or if you're I'm out. If I'm not paying my rent, I'm out. Yeah. The roof is gone. Yeah, well, I'm all right for now, but yeah. I'm sweet. <laughs> I've moved back in off the oldies, my grandparents. Oh, cool. It's great. How's that been? Uh, they've turned me into a spoiled little brat all over again. Oh, you're you lucky. Know, just show up home. Where's the food, Grandma? Mm. Oh, I haven't made it yet. Oh, how come? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a good example. Entitlement. What you should okay. Be. <laughs> I, I blame them. They've made me comfortable. Yeah. yeah. I do miss that. But like, I'm living on my own now with my daughter. Yeah. And I miss... Nana's foods, like absolutely the cooking. Yeah, shout out my Nana. Shout I should out. have, I should have um learned how to cook. It's never too late. Yeah, I tell this to people all the time. All it is is a couple YouTube videos. Don't watch any of Gordon or Jamie's stuff. Yeah, too complicated. Find someone easy. Mm. Yeah, YouTube and then just practice. The best. Just yeah. practice. I've never seen YouTube University, but oh okay. Yeah. Oh no, it's not like learning. From oh yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I've never seen that page before. I don't know. <laughs> what is that page? Yeah, I think I'm going to be going on YouTube. I learned, I've learned stuff. a lot from YouTube. Like, really? Because I was never an audio engineer. So when I got the job at New FM, they gave me a position of audio engineer. They're like, you can do this right. I'm like, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. So what I need to do, I need to make three ads, cool, sweet ads. And then I'll be at home like on YouTube. Like, I don't even know what this button does. And then I just taught myself and I convinced them that I was an audio engineer. Wow. Yeah. And then I learned how to record, do music and stuff through YouTube as well. Yeah. How to edit your own vocals. Amazing. Um, I'm learning how to do videography for YouTube as well. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to YouTube University. I'm telling people. Yeah. I went to Yale, actually. <laughs> and Juilliard as well? Yeah, the Samoan Juilliard. Yeah. So I had a... I wish there was a Samoan Juilliard. It can happen. It should. Yeah. You can, you can start You it. can do it. Me? Yeah. I don't know music theory. Neither do I. Whenever I see a treble cliff, I'm like, yeah, yeah. see you later, buddy. What, um, when did you start making <laughs> treble cliff? When did I learn about treble cliff? No. When did you start making music on digital audio workstations? Mm. And what was your first DAW? First DAW uh, was Fruity Loops. I'm going to give you a... I Although hate that Fruity was Loops. extremely freaking hard to use. I hate What the studio. hell? You open the program and you're like, well... Spaceship. Yeah, what yeah. is happening right has now? A little, <laughs> Why a did you use Fruit Loops? Was it the easiest to download back then? No, it's because my cousin who was making music at the time. Yeah. That was his DAW. So I was like, me, I'll just jump on that. And so I tried it and I was like, man, this sucks. Yeah. So I moved to GarageBand. And then um, I was on GarageBand for a very long time. Mm. I wrote a lot of my songs on GarageBand. And yeah. then I've moved over to Logic Pro now. Logic Pro is good. Yeah. So it's I've very tried. similar to GarageBand. It's, like it's the just setup. the older brother. It's just, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like more features, more plugins and things like that. Um, I've tried using Pro Tools, but like I use Pro yeah. Tools for work, for audio stuff, like yep, production yep. work. But mm-hmm. I cannot use it for music. I just don't understand it. Neither. Yeah. I think, yeah, I'm the same. The two that I know how to use is Fruity Loops. Yeah. Well, not so much anymore because that was a long time ago yeah, for me. Yeah. And GarageBand. Yeah. <coughs> which is awesome. Yeah. No, it's, it's great. Yeah. Great software. 
does a lot of work for you. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you know how to use presets. Again, YouTube. YouTube University, guys. Yeah. YouTube. <laughs> I have an entire archive of like how I learned as well. Do you? So like copy you and paste it. it. Yeah. Ah. I copy and paste like the videos where I learned how to like just connecting your freaking devices, man, You're was hard for me. Organized. I like to believe I am too, mm. but I'm probably not. I just remember, like, oh yeah, I remember that was um Russian hacker guy taught me how to do that, and then I'll just go to their page. Oh, right, yeah. right, right. Anybody remember a crazy Russian hacker dude who used to do dumb no. experiments? No? No, no. Was no. no. he one of the old YouTube? Yeah, he was problematic. He used to just do experiments and hurt himself all the time. Hmm. But I learned a lot of don't do's from him. Yeah. yeah. At least you learned something from him. Hey, I've it's been really on YouTube good. since I was a kid. Yeah. I've been on YouTube for a long time, so. I, I grew up with I grew Actually, up Actually? Yeah. Were you like one of the old channel? Because remember how it was like, Bebo YouTube? I just missed out Bebo. I had like three Bebo pages because I never remember the password, but I wasn't like in there, in there. Yeah. I just knew you could change the skin. You could um have best friends or yeah. whatever. What do you call them? Um, Yeah, best friends. Yeah, you could send you hearts. You could give hearts to people. and You could have theme music. Theme music, yeah. background, wallpaper and everything. But around that time, YouTube was slowly surfacing as yeah. well. So YouTube was starting up and Facebook was starting up. That was me, my introduction into internet. And mm. since then, like, it's grown exponentially. It's so important to, like from something that was, yeah, it's become one of the most important things for like work, everything, music, just every industry is utilizing internet. And without it, I reckon people will struggle. 100. Yeah, even just your everyday person who sits mm. on TikTok for three hours. Mm. It could be me. Get off. <laughs> it could be me too. That's why they know everything you're doing in your life because you're exactly. searching it up on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, like, TikTok is like the new search engine as well. Over Pretty Google. much. I, I do it sometimes when yeah. I need to find a hot topic. Yeah. Yeah. So people will be talking about something that happened and be like straight to TikTok. Yeah. Great yeah. bunch of hot takes like, on there. Okay. Who's agreeing? Who's disagreeing? Yeah. 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 Boy, it was so yeah. good to talk to you. Thank, thank You're you such so a much. chill person. Yeah. I didn't come across many people like you. It's probably for the best. <laughs> probably. No, probably for the best. <laughs> yeah. Nah, like you do everything. Like I like that you're open to just trying things out. Yeah. Um, giving new things a go, yeah. just having like not thinking too much about it. Like, oh, if I have to go down the singing yeah. pathway, everyone's gonna look. But you try everything. Yeah. You're very, um, you got an entrepreneur spirit. I try. Like, no one's yeah. perfect, and mm -hmm. I appreciate you saying that too. You know, um, there's there's obviously moments where I have my downfall. There's things that I do that I'm like, yeah. Um, but for the most part, I think it's important to remember that you're gonna suck, and mm -hmm. if you can't like get over that fact. Then you're going to yeah, struggle. Yeah. Like there's a lot of things I suck at. I still think I suck at singing to an mm. extent, but that's just self-doubt. Mm. So It's hard for people to get over that lump though. Of course. Because for me, I'll admit, I only got over that lump when I had a kid. Yeah. You that's the only thing that could change me. But yeah. if I was to think back, I was like, if I didn't have a kid and I was like, nah, you're good at it. I wouldn't be able to convince myself. Yeah. Yeah. You, have, you just have to like... Well, and the thing is, if you suck, you suck. You gotta like cool onto the next thing. Mm. Yeah, and I feel like people do struggle with just like admitting, firstly, that they suck, and secondly, like just accepting that fate. Yeah, you know. And if you don't want to accept it, then keep trying. You know, mm. you will get better. But if you just accept that you suck, then move on. Yeah. yeah. Then you have the really good humans that you all know you suck, but you're gonna do it anyway. Yeah. And you're yeah. just like. We'll get better. <laughs> yeah. And one thing yeah. as well, like, and this has been my motto the last few years is like, no one's going to believe in you until you believe in yourself. Like, mm. No one wanted me to go to radio school. My grandparents were like, what the heck is this? Mm. And my dad was also like, oh, I don't know about that one. Eh? Um, and over time, you know, now that I am in radio and I am doing music, they're like, man, like, I can't believe you have a job where you go to work and you come home before lunchtime. Mm. And my granddad's like, man, I'd love to have a job like that. That's a you know? dream for them. And so they eh? believe it now. Mm. But before that, like I moved to Todanga for six months to ch pursue the dream. And no one was like, not as supportive as they could have been. But mm. definitely like, you know, believe in yourself first and just know when to admit that you suck. Yo. <laughs> yeah. Learn to admit when you suck. Yeah. Something that took me very long to learn. Yeah. Any last words for our viewers before? I think those would be my last words. I was literally going to like segue this out and I was like, and that's your tea for the morning. 
pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So just enjoy life. What you're doing is not going to be the same as what someone else is doing. So don't like base that how someone else is doing against yourself. You mm. know? Shout out to someone parents who've made that a thing of comparing kids. Please stop. It's <laughs> part of our social family yeah, dynamics. Stop. Come on, guys. I know that. Darren, <laughs> I know Darren's a lawyer. I'm not going to be a lawyer. I can't read that well. Exactly. Yeah, but like, yeah, enjoy life. Like, be serious about mm. what you love, but also be serious about what you love. I love that. Be serious. Yeah, be serious yeah. about what we love and just chill out. Like, and also don't give yourself to everyone. That's something important. Mm. Everyone allows too much access yes. to themselves. You know. Yeah. So I think to certain people, just close it off. Not mm. everyone needs your whole person. Be selective with who you allow energy. That's it. Yeah. Thank you so much, the Western Guide. No, thank you so much for having me here. You know, I really appreciate the the platform yeah. and just the conversation. It's been really. Um, mm good it's it's important to have you know conversations between people like us because it's conversations that need to be had with you know, islanders Samoans. yeah and i can definitely space. say like if i was 13 i wish i ha could have this kind of content to listen yeah. to of course same. because at 13 i was like you know wanting to be a um a waiter wanting to do music at the yeah. same time but there was no one to go to yeah or something to listen to to be like oh he's saying that this about the industry like yeah, something yeah. to learn yeah but well done on your work thank you so much um I'm, we're so blessed and honored to have you on the show. Yeah. We wish you well on your journey. Thank you. We can see a lot of positive things coming out of your future. Appreciate but we that. are going to play for our viewers your new song. Hey, guys. Enjoy. If you have any words of critique, send them through. I love it. Send me some hate. It's all right. Send them hate. Ofatu. Good morning. Save us even more. Say that, won't you? See